0: Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for November 16th, 2018. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. Now we got a big weekend this weekend. Before I get into my previews of tonight's Invictus show, tomorrow's UFC, and also uh, NXT and Sunday's um, Survivor Series, uh, i have put one new video up on the blog and that is uh, from uh, tuesday's mixed match challenge it has uh, uh, jeff hardy and charlotte flair over uh oscar and the miz and you can check out the video there the match is okay it's a little bit better than some of the other uh mixed match challenge matches most of the matches have basically been so uh, comedy laden that they're pretty much hard to watch. They're unwatchable, so at least this one doesn't really have any comedy in it, so it's, it's at least watchable, but it's still kind of mediocre. I mean, the whole series has been really tough to watch, and part of the problem is they don't make it easy uh, for some areas because they put it on Facebook Watch, and Facebook Watch is not available everywhere. So what I've been doing is I've been uh, uh, picking up uh, Asuka's matches before uh, the next day, and you can watch them on my blog. Um, they, they, you know, I, I told you guys before the tournament started that Asuka and The Miz were not going to win this tournament. And it's just a question of uh, they're not going to have the same winner twice in a row. They're just not going to do that. And um, in this particular case, they couldn't have Charlotte lose just before she goes into a main event at SummerSlam. So... And I'll get to that that in a minute. So the, fight, the, the match was nothing special. Charlotte won with her uh, figure four variation, which I don't think is a very good finisher, in my opinion. Uh, I like her other finisher better. And it just, eh, eh. But remember, it's a round-robin tournament, so really it doesn't mean much. And why did they make it a round-robin tournament? Because they have more time. They had more time to kill. They're doing the final in December. And so now they're getting to winding it up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but in general, it hasn't been as good. You know, it's as simple as that. It's just too much comedy, not enough heat. Even this match had very little heat because you had three baby faces in there. So I just don't think it's been as good as what they did the first time around. Okay. As I said, don't forget, you can check out the video on my blog. All right, let's uh, get to this weekend show. First of all, it starts tonight with uh, Invicta, and they're not in Kansas City this time. They're in Oklahoma, uh, Shawnee, Oklahoma to be exact, and that will start 8 p.m. tonight at on uh, UFC Fight Pass, and uh, uh, it, it, the main event looks uh, pretty interesting. The rest of the show, eh, not so much. But um, the main event will have uh, uh, Pam Sorensen versus Felicia Spencer for the uh, Invicta Featherweight Championship. And um, I favor Felicia in this because uh, uh, so far she's 5-0. and She's looked very good in her fights in Invicta. Uh, Felicia is from Montreal, but she trains at the Jungle in Orlando, Florida. And I just think she's looked really good. Uh, it's kind of funny about that because Pam Sorensen has been doing interviews where she says, well, I've seen some holes in her game. It's funny to me how some fighters always say that when they probably are full of crap. And <laughs> I, I don't think she's any different. Uh, listen, she's not a championship-caliber fighter, but uh, it's just tough to find decent fighters, find decent featherweights. You know, they're already... I mean, UFC is doing... The ultimate fighter, right now, and most of the fighters that are in that show are pretty bad. Okay, so why didn't Felicia get into it? She probably would have won. You know what? The ultimate fighter is not for everyone, and I think she's doing just fine as she is, and that'll get her to the UFC the same way. So, really doesn't make any difference. Really doesn't say. So, I favor Felicia in this. Pam uh, is seven and two. Um, We've seen her before in Invicta, she's nothing special. Okay, in the co-main event, we have the return of Mizuki, and she will be facing Viviani Pereira, and this, of course, is at strawweight. Now, originally, uh, the, v- Mizuki's opponent was supposed to be uh, Jennifer Joe Clark, but uh, Jennifer pulled out with an injury. Um, Viviani is the replacement. Uh, Mizuki of course is from Japan we've seen her before in Invicta and uh, uh, the big news about Mizuki is that she's moved to the US she's living in New York City and she is training at um, Longo Serra in in Long Island so that means she's teammates with Chris Weidman Ali Akenta guys like that and uh, I think she's the first uh, female fighter to uh, uh, train over there and uh, you know, we'll see how she does. She did miss weight, not by much. She was like a half a pound over or something like that. But, um, yeah, uh, I think she, uh, Viviani was in the UFC. She went two and two in the UFC. But, you know, she looked pretty bad in her last two fights. So uh, that's why they got rid of her. Uh, she just didn't look good at all. And I think part of the problem with her is, uh, she's pretty small for a straw weight and I, I uh, think she would be better off at atom weight, but for the most part for her whole career, she's fought at straw weight. So, you know, I don't know if she'll do that, but uh, I favor Mizuki on, on in this one, partially because she's a better fighter and also because she's bigger than Viviani. Like she's a real straw weight. I think Viviani is more of an atom weight. Um, also on the main card, we have Ashley Cummins versus Jessica Delboni. Of course, Ashley is a very popular fighter. She's a police officer from St. Louis. Her record is six and four. She's had her ups and downs in Invicta, especially when she got, uh, uh, suffered a very bad injury in a fight against um, Joanne Calderwood. But she's come back a little bit, and she's looked pretty good. Um, And I think what they're doing here is they're setting her up for a possible Adam White title shot. Uh, Jessica Delboni is a Brazilian. She's 7-0. She trains at Nova Uñao in Rio de Janeiro. Um, You know, she's an unproven fighter, so I'm not crazy about her being on the main card, Um, but you never know what someone's going to be like, and so uh, you would hope that uh, she's better than the usual type. Like, I would prefer to see her on the prelims first, you know, get a couple of wins, and then you put her on the main card. But this is what Invicta does sometimes, and I don't agree with it. I think you have to, fighters have to prove themselves. Okay. Uh, We have at a 150-pound catchweight, we have Caitlin Young versus Sarah Patterson. Uh, Caitlin's original opponent, I believe her name is... Uh, dos Santos. uh She's from France. And so she had visa problems uh, from what I understand. So uh, they've decided to do this uh, because Sarah came in at a, um, a short notice. They're doing this at a catch weight. Uh, Caitlin, of course, is a veteran fighter. She is, I would say, she's not really an MMA fighter. I would say she's a kickboxer. Okay. Um, back around 10 years ago, uh, of course, uh, her claim to fame was she uh, knocked out uh, Misha Tate with a head kick at a, at a hook-and-shoot tournament. Okay? And then she went on. She fought for strike force and she's fought for Invicta before, and she was Invicta matchmaker for a while. Now, she's really not a good MMA fighter. She's basically a kickboxer, and she even quit uh, MMA for a while. And she moved to Thailand, and you know she continued with kickboxing. But recently, she came back to MMA, and she won, uh, she beat uh, King Rena uh, over in uh, Ryzen uh, in Japan. And uh, you know, I, I expect her to win this fight because Sarah is coming in on short notice. And uh, based on what I saw on her record, she's not very good anyway. I mean, you're not gonna get the greatest at um, a- on short notice. So I would expect Caitlin to win, but <laughs> She's based, like I said. She's she's not a great MMA fighter. She's if she sticks to kickboxing, she's fine. All right, and then we have at bantamweight Julia Avila versus Alexa Connors. Now, uh, the last time we saw Julia, she actually suffered a hand injury in a fight against Marcia Allen, and uh, so she lost that fight. And you know she's five and one, but she's come back. She's won a fight since then, so. Uh, I hope to, uh, we can get a better handle on who she is, because that, that happened 30 seconds into the fight, eh? And they had, uh, the ref was forced to stop it. Alexa Connors, we've seen before. Uh, I'm not a big fan of hers. I think she's a mediocre fighter at best. And, um, and uh, she sometimes has problems with weight, uh, even though uh, I don't believe she had any problems here. Now, also we have at flyweight, we have uh, Kay Hansen versus Erin Blanchfield. These are both very young fighters. I think they're both 19 years old. Uh, Kay Hansen has looked very good in her last two fights, and Erin uh, made her Invicta debut uh, on, uh, a few months back, and she looked pretty good in that. She looked uh, uh, okay in that, uh, but. Uh, I kind of favor Kay on this because she's looked actually very good in her last two fights. She's two and one. She lost her first Invicta fight, and she's won her last two, and she's actually looked uh, much better in those two fights. But they're both young fighters. We could be seeing them in the UFC in the not-too-distant future, uh, depending on who wins this. Uh, We have a fight at uh, Bantamweight, uh, Stephanie Geltmacher uh, versus Liz Tracy. Uh, I got... uh, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, Stephanie uh, made her Invicta debut a few months ago. She's from Oklahoma. Her record is three and zero, and she looked fantastic in that fight. And uh, Liz Tracy is making her Invicta debut um, again. Uh, I'm expecting Stephanie to win this fight unless something weird happens. And the last two fights are uh, uh, two uh, openers are fights with. Uh, um, Fighters who are basically beginners. Isis Verbeek versus uh, Catherine Paprocki. That is at strawweight. Isis is from the Netherlands. She's uh, done some shootboxing, believe it or not. But she's making her Invicta and her pro-MMA debut, pro MMA debut. Catherine Papraki is 1-0. She's from Colorado. And again, she's making her Invicta debut. And then we have one at bantamweight. Chelsea Chandler, who I believe missed weight... If I remember correctly and uh her opponent is Mitzi Mary who is uh 2 and has a 2 and 0 record. So again, that show will be um uh tonight at 8 p.m. uh on UFC Fight Pass and uh I will uh, be writing about the show tomorrow and uh uh what I'll probably do is uh, uh review it on the on the podcast uh when I do on Sunday when I do uh, the UFC the, the, my review of tonight's of tomorrow's UFC uh, uh, fight. So let's go to tomorrow night. The UFC is making their uh, debut in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and um, there's one woman, women's fight on the show. Uh, there was supposed to be a second fight. Um, it originally started as Veronica Macedo versus um, uh, Marina Morose. Veronica dropped out to due to injury. And then uh, she was replaced by uh, Ariane, Ariane Lipsky, who's the uh, Brazilian, who's the former uh, KSW flyweight champ. Uh, but then Marina uh, suffered a foot injury about two weeks ago. Uh, what they decided to do was cancel that fight, and they have moved uh, Ariane's uh, UFC debut to the end of January. Okay, so the one fight that we do have on this show is we have at uh, strawweight uh, Cynthia Calvillo uh, versus um, uh, versus uh, Pauliana Botello. And uh, the number one thing I'll tell you right off the top is that Cynthia missed weight. She came in at 118. And uh, the fight is still going on, but uh, she, didn't look, she looked pretty sick. But uh, apparently she's been cleared by the... Uh, Uh, Brazilian um, uh, Athletic Commission who is doing this fight because they don't have an Athletic Commission in Argentina. Um, She's also coming off a drug suspension and um, uh, she got caught testing positive for weed. Uh, She started out pretty good uh, with an undefeated record but she's lost her last two fights and in her last fight in particular she did not look good. She lost to Uh, Who the hell did she lose to? It doesn't really matter. The point is, she hasn't looked good in her last two fights. Poliana has looked very good in her last couple of fights. Um, She's undefeated in the UFC, and uh, this is not an easy fight for uh, for uh, Cynthia. There's not an easy fight, and uh, um, I do favor Poliana to win this fight. I think she's uh, she has a lot of potential uh, moving forward. Um, so, again, I will have that fight up on my blog on Sunday, I hope. <laughs> Last week, they didn't; the website wasn't working, but hopefully I'll have that up. And I'll probably be back on Sunday to discuss that and also the uh, Invicta show. Now, uh want to get into the UFC. I want to get into WWE just quickly. Um, first of all, we have tomorrow night. We have uh, the... Uh, NXT Takeover Show, and uh, featured on that show will be uh, Shayna Baszler defending the NXT Women's Championship uh, against uh, uh, um, Kyrie Sane in a two out of three fall match. And um, I'm not exactly sure how this is going to go. What I do think is I expect these two to try and steal the show again because they did that in Brooklyn and they are fully capable of doing that but one of the things i am expecting and i'm going to get into this a little bit more one of the things i am expecting is i'm expecting shenanigans okay meaning we had outside inter- interference in their in their match that was on uh, evolution and i expect the horsewomen to be there again so uh, and they're there because the, They had a match, they they were in a match that's on uh, the uh, tapings that they did in San Jose last night. So I'm fully expecting something in that regard, but we may see some outside interference from Kyrie's side too, because of course, uh, Yo Shirai is going to be there and some of her other pals are going to be there too. So it may be a saw if I really don't know. I don't know who's gonna win this match. I don't really care that much, okay? But I would point out that I think it's time for the Four Horsewomen to get elevated to the main roster, okay? And I'm gonna get into that right now. We're gonna talk a little bit about Survivor Series. So we have the um, uh, the women's uh, Survivor Series match, and uh, that's, of course, Raw versus SmackDown, and the uh, uh, they they, made up the teams the one thing we don't know is uh who is replacing charlotte on the smackdown team but it's about who you would expect on it and i mean you never know who's going to win these things it's a crapshoot right so we'll see what happens with that but what i really want to talk about is of course is the match that i believe will be the main event and that will be uh ronda rousey uh versus um um Charlotte Flair. Now, of course, this was supposed to be a champion versus champion match. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch, the man, who was the SmackDown champ. But you probably already know by now the uh, uh, SmackDown women's roster went to Raw on Monday to uh, invade, so to speak, and beat the hell out of uh, uh, the uh, Raw women's roster. And they did that but what happened was that um, uh, uh, Becky got nailed by a um, Nia Jax potato shot and gave her a concussion and a bloody nose and all that and a broken nose, I mostly a concussion. So she's not cleared to wrestle, okay? So, so there's been a lot of heat on Nia Jax and I think she deserves it, okay? But I also think we got to talk about the WWE need, as I've said many times before, the WWE needs to stop hiring models, actors, bodybuilders, dancers, and trying to teach them how to wrestle because most of them aren't any damn good. And Nia Jax is no exception because before she was in the WWE, she was a model. She was a plus-size model. She did some volleyball when she was in school okay so she's not an athlete she's a model and her size to add to that her size makes her very difficult to work with okay the only one who seems to be able to have a decent match with her is Oscar that's because Oscar can have a decent match with anybody you know that's how good she is all right so uh Look, they're not going to fire Nia Jax because of of her family. We all know that. She has a job for life. Okay? But they need to talk about her being reckless. I'm not saying... I don't know. People say, oh, she did it on purpose. She didn't do it on purpose. This is an accident. But she's reckless. She's done it before. If you recall, last year, I believe it was, she did... She injured Bailey's shoulder, basically with carelessness. Look... If she's going to be careless, you can't put her in the ring. You can't trust her, all right? And that's the real problem, is that if she continues to do stuff like this, you can't use her anymore because she can't be trusted. So I don't know what they're going to do with her. I don't know what they're going to do with her. So as a result of that potato shot, you know, uh, Becky was replaced by Charlotte Flair. Now, she's been feuding with Charlotte, But in fact, they're best friends, okay? So the feud is a work. Even though Becky's done a fantastic job in the feud, it is a work. Now, so we're having this match here. So what I do suspect is we're going to see outside interference probably from Ronda's pals, the horsewomen. And that is going to eventually lead to a horsewomen versus horsewomen match. Which I think will happen. Uh, which I think will happen at WrestleMania. In addition to that, we will see. We may see. They're already talking about doing Ronda versus um, Becky as the main event of WrestleMania. And I don't know if they're going to do that or not. That would be very interesting if they did that. But they're going to do it at some point, obviously, because Becky's going to return. But I just think that this is a good time to start the whole horsewomen versus horsewomen thing. Now, if you remember correctly, you know, uh, Ronda had this group when they were doing MMA and it was all, they called themselves the four horsewomen. So it was Ronda, Marina Shafir, Jessamyn Duke, and Shayna Baszler. So they're all in the WWE now, right? And um, then you had, when they were in NXT, they, the, the WWE group called themselves the horsewomen. So that was uh, uh, Charlotte, becky sasha banks and bailey okay now they're all on different brands now but you know that doesn't matter that much this is different this is like the winner i mean obviously if they do something like this the the prize is the winner gets to keep the horsewomen name but i'm telling you there's gonna be shenanigans at this match on sunday night it's a champion versus champion It's it's supposed to be champion versus champion, but that's not what it is anymore. Ronda is not losing. People who think Ronda will lose, they're dreaming. It's not happening. They gotta keep her strong. Charlotte can lose and it's not gonna hurt her. At least they don't think it will. She stinks anyway, but that's another story. So I don't know who's gonna win it, but I do expect outside interference, all right? Because the horsewomen are gonna be there. And who knows what it'll turn into? It could turn into a double count-out, double DQ. Who knows? No contest. Wouldn't shock me. Okay? So, uh, that's it for Survivor Series. That's on Sunday. Uh, like I said, I'll be back on Sunday uh, reviewing the Invicta show and also uh, last, uh, tomorrow night's UFC match. And on Monday, I'll be back reviewing the uh, Survivor Series show. I hope to have the videos up on my blog on a video up on my blog of the uh, Survivor Series Women's Match on Monday. Uh, If you want, don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. If you want to leave a message on my podcast, you can do so. I'll be happy to answer any questions. And you can subscribe to my podcast at uh, uh, Google Play Music, Google Podcast, Spotify, and iTunes. Enjoy... All the entertainment this weekend. We'll talk to you later.